Today on the podcast, crisps, voices, thefts, songs, brontes and curses. Ooh, no Maz today. Uh, so it's just myself and the shy guy holding down the old fort. Locking up the old cubby house. No girls allowed. And um, there was a woman who uh, ate nothing but crisps for 25 years. And then all it took was a man who claimed to be a hypnotherapist uh, do two hours of work. And now all of a sudden she can eat vegetables again. Um, what does that mean that work? Like, does he dangle a watch in front of her? Or? I, th- I think the watch, I think the, the little timepiece, the little pocket watch is maybe like out of the movies. I think maybe he, he's more of a, like a snapper and a clicker yeah, these right. days. Yeah, and uh, Yeah, and sort of like, look at me, look at me. Like a yeah. magician sort of. Yeah. Now imagine, now imagine you're holding that crisp. Now, now crumple it. Crumple it in your hand. Throw away the crisp. Go on. Now pick up a carrot instead. Seems like pretty easy work that you wouldn't even need to be qualified to do. Um, Winnie, uh, no, not the Winnie the Pooh horror film, Lockie Gill. Um, uh, not to be confused with Lockie Gilbert. He was the winner of The Voice last night. He's going to go far in this crazy business. Some people don't got it, but he got it. Trust me, he got it. Um, theft or hack. I came up with a great hack that was being accused of being a theft. But I think in the end, uh, we all agree that it's a hack. Listen to that. Save yourself thousands of dollars when you go to the airport. One second song game. Um, shy guy, even though he had to tie his three metre long shoelaces each time before answering the question, still reigned supreme. Still nailed it. I have a poor Annika who knew the artist, but just not the song titles. So you've got to pay uh, both of those fees to win the point. Um, just looking in the background on Channel 9, Melbourne Footy Brawl. What is it with us men? Too much adrenaline and alcohol. Uh, Bronte Campbell, um, one of the great swimmers and one of the great celebrity apprentices. On Celebrity Apprentice, I ask the swim question. Shy Guy asks the apprentice question. And do you have something cursed? Um, solicited twice in two breaks, no one called. And then when I didn't solicit, someone called. We got two calls, actually. Oh, yeah. The second of, one we couldn't put through. Yeah. Unfortunately, she sent the cursed item back to the original sacred spot because I would have quite liked to experiment with the cursed item myself. I'm a skeptic, you see. Um, enjoy the podcast. Don't know over the weekend if I've stumbled across one of the great hacks, one of the great money savers, one of the great penny pinchers, or if I've technically committed a crime and uh, maybe I should be in the boo-boo slammer for a couple of days. Uh, This happened over the weekend and I told the person I was with about it. I was really proud of it. It didn't even enter my mind that this might have been small petty theft. Mm. I thought 100% hack. And I, I couldn't wait to tell the person I was with, actually, that I, I'd saved some money. It was a real flex job. And I got home and said, hey, guess what I did? Blah, blah, blah. And I thought I'd met with, wow, that's amazing. Oh, my God, that's so smart. I never thought of that. I'm going to continue to do this in the future. Thank you, Daddy Lakey, for saving me hundreds of thousands of dollars. Instead, she goes, oh, that's kind of like stealing. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> Come on. Um, I'd love to know on 131060 whether A, people are doing this, and uh, B, whether you think it's a great hack, and maybe I've saved you some money and you're going to start doing this now. I don't have... Or petty theft and shouldn't do it again. Okay. You know, that how do you sleep while the rest of us cry kind of thing. Um, so what did you do? Walk me through it. Well, I went down to Sydney over the weekend to see yep. a friend, right? Sure. And... She, I usually I park at her house. She lives in an apartment complex and usually I park at hers, but because there was uh, works going on and renovations all weekend in the car park, I couldn't park at hers and I didn't want to park across the road because it was like exorbitant. So I parked in the city. She lives near the city, right? Uh, went to this private Wilson sort of car yep. park area. Yep. Pay by the hour, of course, for a, a Saturday. I rocked down on the Friday though, so I was copping the weekday yep. rates yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, you know, accept your 24-hour charge and pay like that. I parked there on the Friday and I haven't left till the Sunday. So I've had basically okay. three days in this car park. And it's like it's $10 an hour, $15 for two hours, $18 for three hours. 
24 hour base rate, 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. It then goes on every day after that is another 40. So you could be there for 24 hours and one minute and all of a sudden you're paying $80. Yeah. Is it one of those ones that ticket you? Yep. Yep. Tickets. Okay. So that they know that you're in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Press the ticket, get the ticket, pay on your way out. I've obviously rocked up on Sunday and it's been probably 48 hours and one minute or 48 mm-hmm. hours and maybe an hour or two, mm-hmm. but they've obviously now charged me the three days. Yep. Three times 40, that's $120. And, and a weekend rate. To park for a car park that wasn't doing anything. It was going to be there anyway. Yep. Yep. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. I wasn't the using the facilities. Wasn't moving. The structure wasn't yep. moving. <laughs> They're not taking up any space. No one else was parked there. Yeah. 120 bucks for the weekend. It's a lot. It is a lot. And I, th- I, it, I would have paid it if they'd charged me like an, a two days plus the minute, but it really didn't sit well with me that they're getting this whole extra yeah, day whole there. Extra day. Yeah, so I was already a bit cheesed off. No one's there, 5 p.m. on a Sunday night, and I'm thinking, what do I do here? And I see this little note on the ticket machine, and it says lost ticket fee. I press the help button. Mm-hmm. I call the person who's in charge of the car park, and I say, hey, just out of curiosity, what's the lost ticket fee? <laughs> And they say it's a full day's rate, 40 bucks. Yep. And I think, I put the ticket back in my pocket and I say, well, I've lost my I've ticket. I've lost my ticket. And, but that's, <laughs> and I feel that's very, a very important piece of information because I didn't lie out of the bat. I genuinely started the conversation with good intentions. I was just creating conversation. Yeah, but then you lied that, well, because you put the ticket in your back pocket and said, well, since I've got you, well, I've lost my ticket. Well, no, actually, I put my ticket in the bin, which technically then it is lost. Now I can't find it. Not if you know where, what bin you put it nah, in. No, nah, no, gone and, <laughs> Come uh, on. and completely forgot what bin I it was in. I understand your logic, though. So all of a sudden now, he's like, oh, that's $40. I can do yeah. it on the machine. Um, mm. I'll just punch it in here if you just tap your card, sir. Mm. 40 bucks. Good as gold. $80 saving. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's big. And I mean, this does, this isn't just like a one-off situation. This is, you could rock up at the airport. I was just thinking, the, go I'm going to look up the airport. Go space. away for a month yeah. and you're going to pay a day rate instead of thousands of dollars. So I told my friend, the second I got home, I said, hey, you know where I was parked this weekend and we were worried about that it was going to be really expensive and whatnot. I told her that I saved us 80 bucks mm. and she just sighed mm. at me. Mm. She said, that's stealing. It's not. No, that's not stealing. You, you can't steal a car park time. No. 131060. Uh, a, have you done this? B, are there other sort of car parky uh, little, mm. I was going to say scam, but then I, I'm kind of self-incriminating myself. Don't say it's a scam. Not there are other car parking hacks. Um, how do you feel about the hack? If you're learning about it for the first time, will you try this? Will you incorporate this in the future? Um, other car park people onto us? Do they know this and are they working towards some sort of system where you can't get away with this anymore? Or are you just tutting your head going, mate, why would you even say that? Is that That's theft. Because that's where my friend was, my nearest and dearest. She nah, thought it was full theft. It's not theft because you've still paid. You've paid a bit. You didn't pay what you You've should. paid a bit. It's like going to 7-Eleven and getting like an espresso shot, but you actually get three espresso shots and then you just pay for yeah, the espresso shots. They can't the tell because yeah, it's in the big cup. I don't know. Mm, I haven't done that. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Lakey. No Maz on deck, just Lakey, but the voice last night. Four finalists, only one could be Victor. Thanks to your votes, Australia. Lockie Gill, crowned the winner of the voice 2022 season 11. He joins us on the show this morning. Big dog. Oh, mate. Hello. Oh. How you going? Is that dust? Is that dust star here? Has it been a big night? <laughs> uh... I, I celebrated a little bit. Yeah, I knew, I, knew I had an air. That's <laughs> dust. 
Uh, what showbiz now, man? It's, start, it's rock and roll. Uh, it's hungover interviews from here on out. It's good. Uh, I mean, it was one of those things. I was I was weighing it up, but you you don't you don't win the voice every day. So no, you I had don't. to had to celebrate with my family and friends. Yeah, but, good stuff. Good no, stuff. so happy. It's yeah. been an absolute whirlwind. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. It's not every day you win a hundred thousand dollars in a recording contract as well. So we we'll get to the uh, we'll get to the deal. We we'll get to the deal. We'll talk dollars and cents. But I mean, what <laughs> what do you do with a hundred grand? I mean, it's taxed, obviously. And I always feel bad. Like, it's probably only about sixty six <laughs> in the end. But I mean, it's still a house deposit. <laughs> Yeah, I think you know. I think I have to be smart and, and go down that that way. So maybe uh, talk to some smarter people than me and, and work out uh, what the right time is to, to get into the market. But uh, yeah, I've never had that much amount of money. So well, they say <laughs> the no best time to get into to the market was yesterday. But I always think that's a bit <laughs> annoying. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't do it yesterday. Mm. You know, and now yeah, apparently well, today's I, not I, good. So. Unfortunately, the, uh, the the money hasn't come in the account yet, so <laughs> we'll have to wait. How long would that take to clear, I wonder? Are we talking a month or I, two? I have no idea. Oh, I, I have no idea, but it's, I can't even think about it. it yeah. Imagine that me, notification on your phone. You know, yeah. Like a transfer just says <laughs> all those zeros. Oh, Com, Combank goes ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what time it is. It is. <laughs> well, don't say anything too bad then, because you might null and void the contract. Well, maybe still. that's they why they sold it. Gotcha. Jeez. In case you say something, yeah, you should. Tread carefully. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Hey, obviously, obviously a good voice said it. You know, Australia voted. I sent a few texts off last night. I voted for you. I voted for you so hard. I voted for you last weekend in the election as well. Um, I'm a big fan. And how often do you reckon you're allowed to text Rita now? Because you're obviously pretty close with her. She's been coaching you through. She's a mentor. I mean, does that relationship stay? Will you be cool to just, like, text her every month or so? Be like, hey, what's up? Hey, can I get your advice on something, you reckon? Or Yeah, I mean, I think the relationship definitely stays i mean we it was crazy experience now now that i've won it i think um you know <laughs> benefits the both of us so um no i think i won't fangirl too much and and um blow up her phone with messages mm. but yeah we'll, we'll definitely be in contact for sure we are are you a big fan of the voice over the years like would you watch it each year and dream about being on it or did you just apply on a whim no you know i have i i mean when I was a little bit younger, I was a, I was a huge fan, and then um, you know life gets a bit busy and mm. things start happening. But I'm always sort of you know just about there watching it and in and out. But I, I, like I've thought about it for ages to do this, but I just never ever thought that you know I was I was good enough or I could do something like that. So when I decided to to go for it, I. I was happy with with the first, you know, the first bit turning a chair or even just getting an audition on the stage. Mm. So for this to happen is, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I wonder who the best like um, previous winner of the Voice is. Me and Shago are having a bit of an argument off the air. He reckons Carice Eden back from 2012, but I reckon more of an Ellie Drennan 2015 kind of thing. That's who I reckon. Yeah, I Ellie I was, Drennan. I was a big, big Ellie Drennan fan, yeah. and I, I've been following um, Bella Taylor Smith as well from. From last year yeah. as well, and um, I just recently went to Guy Sebastian's concert um, and watched him live. and And Bella was was the supporting act, and and she was incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, some big big shoes to fill there. I yeah, think. Big, yeah. I only heard about Bella Taylor Smith. I thought she was BTS for about a year or two. <laughs> I'm getting that confused with someone else. Um, well, I didn't look, even didn't even connect the dots. Yeah, on that one. <laughs> right. Well, uh, we, we all know who Bella Taylor Smith is now. And we all know uh, who Lockie Gill is. Remember the name. Um, it was uh, be coming to a radio near you. Hundred thousand dollars contract with Universal, and uh, well, wasted time. Oh. Wasted time.
Download that. Stream it on Spotify. Do it a couple of times. I always yeah. like to do it a couple of times. In full as well. Yeah. Yeah. Or play it. Yeah, you got to yeah. make it play it Not full. just the first 20 seconds. Nah, if you yeah. skip back to the start, he doesn't get the cash. So <laughs> get on your lucky. Um, can't wait to see what's next for you. Thanks for being a friend of the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Really appreciate it. No mad. But myself and the shy guy playing the one second song game. Um, put out to the listeners just before what is the first second of this song? Easy. Easily oh. identifiable by many in uh, Annika. You've called through. Hello, Annika. Hi. Hi. Uh, what do you think that song is? Uh, I think it's pink. Um, that... Oh, shit. Oh, easy. Oh, easy. Easy, then. Easy. So what is the name of it? But, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I say sometimes. When someone swears and legally is supposed to dump it, I say, so what? They're just words, just sounds echoing through our ear holes. We've been conditioned as a society. I mean, yeah. Shy Guy's a little shook right now because never before has he been greeted with such a challenge during this game. Usually he absolutely owns it. Usually it's Maz versus Shy Guy. Maz, uh, Guy absolutely dominates it every week. He can identify a song even within half a millisecond. But because you're at the significant disadvantage of A, not working in radio for eight years straight, B, hearing it down a phone line, and C, got other things going on right now, there has to be some sort of Shy Guy tax. The Shy Guy shoelace tax. This morning, I will play the first second of the song. Once Shy Guy knows it, he needs to bend down and tie up his shoelaces. And there's some long laces today. So unfair. They're real long. So, Annika, you don't have to do any of that. Just if you know the answer, you just buzz in with it. Okay, do need title and artist. It's going to be best of five if you beat the Shy Guy. $100 to spend at Flex 180. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, Led. What's those shoes doing over there, Shy Guy? De-lace the Adidas. so unfair. De-lace those size 11. ruin my streak. (laughs) Like, I can't. He's so salty. Surely there's another way we could have done this. Yeah, he's so salty this morning. And he's done triple knots, Annika. That's why he's taking so long to de-lace them. But then we're going to have to wait between songs. That's all right. Also, I tie my shoelaces funny. Don't make fun of me. Yeah, just do a a single, all right? No need for a, a triple lace. So when you know the answer, drop down, tie the shoelace, and then... You're all right to answer, okay? All right. He's, de-ra- he's I'm delaced. Gonna, I'm going to stand on the... Do this. Oh, he's got his foot rested on the chair, Annika. Right. You're still going to have to be pretty quick, okay, Annika? Because he'll tie the shoelace within a second or two. So pay special attention. Here's the first one. Ready to go? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a go. Mm. Good. Well, yeah, well, you have to because you're broke. <laughs> you're uh, here, we, here we go. Question number one. Song number one. The one second for this. Ah! Stop playing it. I know what it is. She looks a perfect five sauce. Oh! And he's tied. And he's tied and he's tied. One nil to the shy guy. Yeah, hell of a video. Like. As, he, as he delaces again. All right, delacing. Oh, you should have seen those spindling fingers. They were like knitting needles. Also, it's the one second song game, not the three second song game. Stop <laughs> was, trying to help her. I was trying to give her a bit more of a, an advantage. All right, good one, Annika. Here's the next one. More of a... This, this would be more your speed, okay? This is more your style, trust me. Okay. All right. Oh, no. Um, Bobby Williams? Yep. Um, oh, oh, uh. Buzzer out. It's yeah. I Don't Want to Rock. Rock DJ. Yeah. Bobby Williams. <laughs> oh, no. Confirmation? Oh, yeah. Yep, he's and tied. he's tied his shoelaces again. 
Getting closer though, Annika. Hey, the good news. The good news for you is I can. I can see that the shy guy's fingers are starting to fatigue over there. He's not used to doing such fine motor skills for a, a prolonged period of also time. I'm not used to tying my shoelace. I slip my shoes in and out of there. Oh, he's more of a slipper. Okay, so he really doesn't have any endurance here. You watch. He'll, he'll go to breadcrumbs now. Here's, here's the third one. One second song for... Oh. Ricky Martin. Mm. You bang. I think Living La Vida Loca Living La Vida Loca is Spanish for shebang So You don't get the point so. <laughs> Shy guys Living live La Vida I'm Laces so annoyed over there. by this rule It's stupid They are tired Thanks for checking Yeah 2-1 to the to the Shy guy As he delaces. Those are real long laces. They're so long. Two of the great snakes like hanging off that Adidas. 40 centimetres each side. Come on, Adidas. Lift your lace oh. game. All right, come on, Attica. Lift okay. your song game. Here we go. <laughs> Stop playing it. Oh, no, I've ruined it. Ah. Oh, no, he's tied up his own fingers. Up- his fingers are in a double knot, Annika. Going for the kill. Oh. All right, Lou. I-, I can't hear that. Oh. Since you've been gone, Kelly Clarkson. Oh. The shy guy lifts his foot above his leg. Never has he been so proud of a shoelace before. Okay, final one. Here we go. Come on, Annika. Get this one. Get this one for the prize. D lace. D lace. Sorry, I'm watching the sunrise. The guy's sleeping on Kochi's lap. Oh, look at. Is that pen? Is that pen and tell? Oh, teller. Pen and teller. Is pen it? and teller on sunrise. Got yeah. Clubbed and aces on his eyes. I never realised. Yeah. Oh, that's stunt eyes. I was going to say. Oh. Anyway, here we go. Final one. Final one. Go on, Annika. Come on. Oh, yes. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Yep. <laughs> Can you read us? No, nah, not no, it go. <laughs> <laughs> Rock your body. Yeah. You know the artist, but it you is tough. It's another level to get to the song, for sure. That's why the shy guy's so good. Uh, that's why his laces are so frayed. He's done them up and he's untied them about five times. Four ones to the shy guy in the end. You know what? $100 to spend at Flex we'll give it to you anyway. Annika, well done. Oh, okay. Org- organize your phone and tablet devices with Flex 180. And Maz on deck this morning, uh, just like he and uh, the whimsies of the Shaga. The whimsies. The whimsies okay. of the Shaga. Wise What's going on with your throat? Uh, not today of all days, body. Not today of all days. A uh, woman who only ate crisp sandwiches for 23 years finally hypnotized into eating a proper meal. Well done. Love that for this woman. A uh, fussy eater who would only eat crisp sandwiches for over two decades had her first proper meal after being hypnotised. Zoe Sadler, 25, who looks pretty good, it must be said, for someone who's lived on salt and fat for their whole lives. Good genetics, must be. Good genetics, not like me. Oh, I'd be like that. Was it for my thyroid? Um, she's exclusively eaten Walker's cheese and onion crisps. Oh, it must be a UK story. Cheese and onion chips on buttered white bread since she was two years old. I don't mind a crisp sandwich, but it'll get pretty dull after 25 years. Just a treat from time to time. Sadler has spent the last two decades eating two packs of her favourite crisps every day after other foods left her feeling physically sick. And that's not a lot, is it? Two packs. Like, Maybe that's like why she's looks Like the lunchbox size? No. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, the little square ones. Not the big jumbos. Despite her parents introducing her to other foods as a toddler, Sadler would turn her nose up and refuse to put anything in her mouth. 
Sadler said, apparently the only thing mum could get down me were crisps, which I used to suck until they were soft. I remember being at school when I was a little... <laughs> I remember being at school when I was little and having crisp sandwiches in my lunchbox. They were the only thing I liked to eat. But I don't believe that. I don't think her parents tried hard enough. Because when you're a kid, there are plenty of good things yeah. to eat. I had a Pop-Tart over the weekend. We went into one of those oh, shops where they have all that imported food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, Pop-Tarts, hell yeah. And we were eating them. We're like, where, why did the pop where did the Pop-Tart go so where, horribly yeah, wrong? Yeah, yeah. And I know exactly where it went so horribly wrong. They advertised it as a breakfast cereal. So it was so easy for parents to say, no, we're not getting that. Had yeah. you advertised it as a little lunchtime snack yeah. or a little dessert? Going off. Pop-Tarts would be in every aisle of the supermarket store yeah. still today. Um, yeah, I mean, give this girl a fruit roll-up or so. She would have eaten a fruit roll-up. I guarantee if you put a fruit roll-up. I wasn't allowed fruit roll-ups. Well, that's the thing. Too sugary. Well, it, exactly right. You, you weren't allowed all these things. You give it, you just mm. get her off the chips somehow or another. Give her some Fruit Loops or something. Uh, can I have a little bowl of Fruit Loops? Yes, you can. Yes, if you stop in those or chip give sandwiches. Her a flavor she doesn't lie. Well, uh, light and tangy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give it light and tangy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christmas was a difficult time for Sadler as she never wanted to eat the food on offer, instead limiting herself to Yorkshire pudding, but never with gravy. Was it a difficult time? Because if she didn't want to eat the food, she didn't have to eat the food. It would have been more difficult if they forced her to eat the Christmas turkey. I had my tonsils out on December 20th, 2007. That was a difficult Christmas time. After researching on the internet, Sadler contacted hypnotherapist David Kilmurray, all the big kids, uh, who has previously helped fussy eaters. Since undergoing a two-hour hypnotherapy session, <laughs> 25 years and all it took was two hours with David. Sadler said she's been able to enjoy her first tastes of vegetables. Well done. I like it. It's progress because literally the photo in this article is her out and about like living her best life again. Vegetables. It's potato waffle fries. So <laughs> Well done, baby. Nice and lakey. And Naz this morning. It's still lakey. Still shy, guy. And still Bronte Campbell, the Brontosaurus. Oh, I bet she listens to this. I bet she gets fired up for it. Because whenever, whenever we have Bronte Campbell on, I play this. Gets me fired up for a bit of Brontosaurus. Morning, Bronte Campbell. Good morning. Great intro. Do you Love listen it. to this? Do you listen to it better. in the swimming green room? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I sense a lie, but I think you really should be ch- be listening to that in the in the green room. That can be your thing. The b- Stomp your feet like a brontosaurus. Get me pumped up. Absolutely. Um, hey, my feet. Well, we'll, people. we'll get to the Celebrity <laughs> Apprentice soon enough. Um, I haven't been watching it, but the Shy Guy has. I Man, I'm not going to wee on your leg and tell you it's raining. I can't be watching every single TV show. So that's fine. That's nothing against you. Um, I'm more of a I'm more of an Olympics, Commonwealth Games, Panpax kind of guy. Uh, so I'll probably ask more the swimming questions, and the Shy Guy will ask the Celebrity Apprentice questions. But how come we haven't seen you at the pool? Did I read correctly at the moment that you you caught COVID in a, a very crucial stage of your training, and it, it just set you back a bit, and you're just not in you're not in fighting shape right? Right now, but you'll be back at some stage. Is that what I read? Yeah, I, I mean, I decided that this year was going to be a year away from competition, okay. and I was just going to keep fit and then come back after that. I mean, I did get COVID at a point where mm. I was trying to decide whether to jump back in the pool or whether to keep on swimming. But mm. uh, jumping in the pool or whether to um, have a, have a little bit of time off. So I've decided to take this year, watch everyone go, keep fit, and then jump back in with with Paris being the goal as oh, opposed yes. to trying to do com games and, yeah. and all the other things in between, which are so good and 
um, knowing the team's going away next week, it's um, you get a little bit of FOMO, but mm. um, I'm, I'm excited to watch them and see what they can do. Oh, well, fingers crossed for Paris 2024. I mean, a lot of respect for um, prize swimmers as well. I mean, that's got to be one of the toughest sports to try. But I think golf and tennis, you know, they're up there, you know, a bit big mental, got to, got to be in it from the age of six. But swimming and following that black line every morning at 4 a.m., my God, I tip my hat. Honestly, dude. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> it's, um, it's pretty crazy. I did some maths on how many, um, like, swim strokes you do um, every week, and it's about 19,000. And then you do that right. from about the age of seven. Yeah. <laughs> Was it, were you mid-yawn then, as you were saying that? Was there a mid-yawn there? Or was that a, was that a spinal shiver? Oh, no, it wasn't a spinal shiver. Oh, sounded like, I'm, sounded I'm like saying. I'm walking down the street and this, this dog, like, came uh, and licked my toes. Oh, like, oh <laughs> a dog licked oh, toes. God, it's always oh, the dog. Oh, sure. A moan of toe ecstasy. Sorry. <laughs> Option C. Um, well, Shy Guy's big into the Celebrity Apprentice, so he's yeah, got a few questions. Um, uh, well, I've got a question about uh, when they, you all go into the boardroom. And then, yeah. like, Lord Sugar's talking to you, and then you kind of... <laughs> Lord let, Sugar! Let's say your, your your team was the one that unfortunately has to, you know, one of you gets fired. Oh. When you all go out and, and bring the three back, how long is that time between when you all walk out and you all walk back in, and the three of you come, and then you wait, and then he deliberates, and then you come back in? Like, is it five minutes? Is it half an hour? Is oh. it, Does he keep you waiting? Good question. Yeah, it's quite long, actually. Um, it's... A little bit of time, you sort of have a break and um, go to the bathroom and they keep you all separate so the, the three of you guys aren't all talking together and um, then he talks with the advisors. So it can be anywhere from about like 15 minutes to half an hour, um, maybe wow. even longer. Um, yeah, the magic of TV also come in and out quite a few times. And that receptionist... <laughs> as, uh, getting all the different that- shots. That receptionist lady who comes in, like, turns off the TV or, like, says, oh, Lord Trigger, we'll see you Mommy now. Benny. Like, is that, oh, sorry, I don't know her name. Oh, uh, come on. Was she, does she talk to you, like, properly or is she just there for cameras? No, her name's Natasha. She's amazing. She's brilliant. She, um, she's sitting at the computer. She actually writes these little stories while the things are going on. She's, she's great. So, um, that's the fun bit. When the cameras go down, you get mm. to make meet all these people that you never would have met before. Yeah. Well, we got a uh, uh, Channel 9 sent us the uh, Alan Sugar bobblehead pen, also known as the Apprentice, and you press the back of it and it's just full of Alan Sugar quotes. I'm much better than Donald Trump. I mean, and it goes on. Did you get Sugar slammed at all? Did Sugar line you up and, and give you one of his great calls? Do you remember anything that Sugar said? Firstly, that pen sounds like Alan Sugar Cross Star Vader. Like, <laughs> yeah. The voice box on that thing is yeah. very funny. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's already been on the show. He goes, he goes, leadership is a certain set of qualities and uh, you don't have them. Oh, <laughs> sugar goes back. <laughs> you should have just got your medals out. I beg to differ, Sugar. I, <laughs> yeah, I beg to differ. Where's your medal? So funny. Oh, well. <laughs> well, Celebrity Apprentice, uh, back tonight, 7.30 on Channel 9. You can catch up. If you haven't got it from the start, catch up on 9 now. Mm-hmm. Binge it. Uh, and get back up to speed. Bronte Campbell, looking forward to seeing you on the screens and looking forward to seeing you back in the pool as well sometime soon. Thanks for coming on the show. That'd be brilliant. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I can. Uh, still like in the shy guy. I love this headline. We're fed up with scary dreams. Thieves return temple treasures in India. Don't steal the temple treasures to begin with. 
A gang who stole statues from the Hindu temple in India returned most items with a note saying they had suffered nightmares. A gang of thieves have returned more than a dozen idols they stole from an ancient Hindu temple in India saying they had been haunted by nightmares since the crime, according to police. Last week, the group stole 16 statues. How many? 16 statues from a 300-year-old temple in Lord Balaji, an incarnation of the Hindu god Vishnu. That's what police inspector Rajiv Singh told the French press. Well, I believe Rajiv Singh, and I definitely believe what the French press print. Uh, on Monday night, they left 14 of them near the house of the temple's chief priest in the Chittakut district. Um, they also left behind a confessional letter which said they were returning the idols because they were having scary dreams. The notes begged for forgiveness. <laughs> um, cursed things on 131060. Put it out before. Uh, still no cursed calls coming through, which is a little disappointing as well. I wouldn't mind just There's putting a final... be something out there. I wish there was. I, re- I wouldn't mind just putting a final 60 on the clock because sometimes people are like, they'll get really, really... Like people, people who believe in curses and um, mm. like who have cursed items and are a bit that way inclined, they get real serious about it, like really serious. Yeah. I remember when I was teaching a group of like thirteen-year-old, real rebellious kids in America. They're like all day, they'd like you know just be like beating each other up and like just real rough kids. And then it was at a summer camp, and we thought, oh, tonight, why don't we make a Ouija board for these kids? Like, they're just running around all day, and they're just, like, running them up. They'll probably like it. Like, have a little horror night and make a Ouija board. Mm. I've never seen a pack of 12 kids crap their dacks yeah. so quickly in all yeah. their life. Ouija boards are scary, man. They hated them. They were like, no, no way. My mum had a Ouija board once. Blah, 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 blah. Curse, curse, curse. So they didn't like them either. Um, but, yeah, have you Ouija boarded before? I Well, we did it on the show years ago. Mm. And nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nah. Just, Don't believe. Real. Yeah. Don't believe. Because there was yeah, no one in cahoots no. with anyone else. Oh, well, no curses then. If you do have something that's cursed, message on the Instagram. Yeah. I'd love to take we'll it off take your it. hands. Yeah. Or we'll give it back if you want it back. But we'd yeah. like to take it. I'd like it for a while. I'd like to see if the see curse if any works on me. Come your way. Yeah. It's coming from a man who had a witch cast a spell on him once. And Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously didn't work. I've got a call coming through. Sandy, morning to you. Yeah, hi, how are you going? Oh, good. You sound like a lady who's seen a, a few cursed things in her day. Yeah, I was really, really um, thrown back by it, actually, because my husband and I went to Uluru about 15 years ago, mm-hmm. and we were walking around, and there was some really incredible, incredible um, parts of the rock. And we hadn't taken our children. I thought, oh, the kids would love to see what this is actually made out of. They would have. It was the tiniest little pebble. Like, it wasn't anything big. I didn't think anything of it. Put in my pocket. Um, Next day, we went to the visitor centre, and they had this book out the front that actually warned you not to take anything from the rock, that people have sent things back saying that they were... You know, really unlucky once they'd taken it home. And I'm like, that's really silly. I've already got it in my pocket. It's fine. I'm not even going to think about that. Anyway, we got home and I probably had it in my possession for about four months. And everything went wrong. Like, you know, bills started coming in that we couldn't pay. The kids got sick. The car broke down. Like, I'm talking big things, Mm. not just things that you think, oh, this is really weird. Yeah. Um, and I actually wrote a letter and put it in an envelope apologising that I ta- that I had taken it and I sent it back to the visitor centre and once it was out of my possession, everything settled down again. Oh, wow. 
Well, I think it sounds like the apology note is the, the whoever's the dark art gods have, have read that and thought, yeah, well, you know, all right, she's learned her lesson now. Because I think that's why I think that's why this gang sent their letter back as well. So please, did you get a us. response, Sandy? Oh. No, I got nothing, nothing in return. But once I'd taken it out of like the house, mm. um, it and it was this tiniest little thing, mm. and I'm not skeptical at all. But it threw me for loop. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You sa- it sounds like you were a little skeptical. Once I got it home, I, probably more once I'd read the letters, and I just sort of kept thinking about it, thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done, maybe I should have just left it at the hotel yeah. before we left. Yeah. But I thought, nah, it's the tiniest little thing. Who's yeah. going to know? Yeah. Mm. And, yeah. Well, they'll know. That's the thing. It doesn't matter about the tourist centre, does it? It's a, <laughs> no, that's it. A dark art. Well, don't take rocks yeah. from all the room. I think that's what, <clears throat> what we've all learned. And uh, I did probably have a bit of water as well. That's what I've <laughs> That's what I've learned. Well, that's a wrap for Naz and Lakey. But you can catch any moment from the show anytime you like. Download our free listener app, then search for Maz and Lakey. Follow us and you get anything you missed and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. Maz and Lakey.